Ladies and gentlemen, look at me! I'm making people happy. <laughs> For this is a friend, the Alien Productions podcast. That was brilliant. <laughs> I wanted the whole line so I could be like, "Well done." <laughs> Cue the music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Gold. <laughs> uh, see, I thought about doing the whole line, but then I was like, no, I think it might be funnier if I keep it short. And it was pretty funny. It was hilarious. Another brilliant intro, Kendall. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and speaking of welcome, welcome, hey. everyone. That's one of my favorite Simpsons quotes. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Wayne Stellini. And I'm a Fulia Cantarmaju. And you are experiencing a podcast called Fred, episode 53. Wow. Mm. 53 already. 53. Mm. So it's been at least a year. Um, <laughs> 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 on the new format yes. on the new format yes not counting weeks we skipped and all of that jazz but um yeah so it's fun to be here um how's okay. everybody doing wonderful wonderful <laughs> Wayne please you've had an excellent couple of weeks I ha- a, a I, busy couple of weeks I have and that's why it's wonderful so big exhale and sigh of relief yes so yeah when I was here a fortnight ago we were contemplating whatever happened to Jeremy Backstone. We were. Now we maybe know what happened. Probably raised more questions than answers, but mm. that's okay. But yes, totally fine. we've had a show. We have had a show. We, we've had a show run and uh, Fulia as the star stage manager. Yeah. Kendall as her always trustworthy assistant stage manager. Yay. And lovely Usher as well. Yes. Yes. Um, and voiceover artist. Yeah. Yes. Just ticking all these boxes, Kendall. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel so special. Yeah. So you should. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Uh, yeah. No. So, um, yeah. In the last fortnight, you know, so what, two weeks ago, it was all about Jeremy Baxter and that's wrapped up now. Mm, done. Yeah. Um, which is a relief. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird to think that that was like a week ago though. Yeah, literally. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, a week ago, we would, we'd just finished. We were just finishing it yeah. off. And yeah, and I feel like, um, not to detract from no. anything you're saying, but I feel like this last week has just gone so quick, but the yes. week of Jeremy went so slow. No, absolutely. Because like, yeah. it was, For some reason. Yeah, well, it did because it was all that you had on your mind. It was all that yeah. you were doing. Totally, yeah. So, you couldn't really get away from it. No. You know, like, even when I was at work during the day, I knew I once yeah. I clocked off, I Me had too. to rush to the theater. Yep. To do what I needed to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was living off Seven Eleven sandwiches. <laughs> the guy, the, the the guy at the at Seven Eleven, I think he just knew me by then. Yeah, he knew. Yep, this guy picks a sandwich and a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> and a cup of tea. And a cup of tea. Lovely. Because I'm 84. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Cheers. No. Yeah. We're, I we're, sip my tea. Exactly. We're all we're having all drinking tea. We're all having a cuppa. Uh, three different flavours as well, actually. Yeah. Yes, but Earl Grey. Yes, English breakfast for me. And green tea with lemon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Jeremy went really well. I'm so super proud of everyone. So happy. 
Um, and we're proud of you. Thank you we're so very much. Proud of you. Thank you. Well, I couldn't do it without the team. Like this is. The it thing. was a huge team effort. I guess. It was, yeah. But it's your baby. Uh, yeah, it, it is. And I had told the cast as well um, at some stage because I was do my pep talk because, as you all know, listening to me, I love the sound of my own voice, and anyone <laughs> yeah. who comes near me has to suffer it too. But I told <laughs> the cast as well. I just really had to thank them. I think this was on the last night actually because it seemed yeah. fitting that. You know, you you know when you do a show and, and Fulia Kendall, you're creative people. You create shows as well and do things. It is your baby, and I know a theatre show maybe feels a bit different because you're at it for a lot longer. Mm. Because well, you just can't do it <laughs> in a week, and that's it. No. There's a process. But nonetheless, when you were working on something, it is your baby. And I said to the cast as well um, and crew, you know, just thank you so much for help nurturing my baby. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I nurtured it, but it it can't walk. Without a cast and crew totally. who believe in it, believe in in nurturing it and, and, and showing it off to the world, so to speak. And there are moments, especially during a show run, where it just everything hits the fan and you just want to hate the world and blow the world up and wish you'd never thought of this show. Um, and you just want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a wonderful cast and crew who said, no, no, just throw out the bathwater and keep the baby and let's keep on going. So, yeah, it's only possible with the team. And... This has been the smallest team that we've ever worked with in terms of putting a stage show together. And I think that that just sort of meant that, you know, we worked really hard like we always do, but I, it meant I think that we were just closer because we were really, you had to be in each other's faces and back pockets, yeah. you know, um, whether, whether you're there from, from the first read through or, or came towards the end, I don't think it mattered. Everyone put in the effort that they needed to do and get the job done. And it did. Mm. Our audience has responded quite well to it. Um, had a bit of laughs, <laughs> a bit of awkward laughs mm. as well. Cause you know, as I would, as I would tell family and friends who were coming, um, I'd sort of just pre-warn them a little bit. It's a bit left of field <laughs> and they probably are like, no, there's nothing so different about this show until like it, the last 15 minutes, but it was so much fun to put together. And it was such a huge part of my year last year. Um, you know, and I loved it so much. I, it was one of the main reasons why I actually extended my thesis deadline, which I've been working on and procrastinating on a lot because I wanted to give this attention. Mm. Um, you know, cause for me, I had made a commitment a few years ago that I would never let anything compromise my creative pursuits. Uh, whether, good. yeah, now whether that's, you know, the right decision or not, I'll tell you in 30 years. <laughs> um, but you know, that's the mentality at the moment. Yeah, I, mean, like, yeah. I felt like I'd neglected my creativity long enough. I was never going to do it again. And if so, certain things that maybe per are perceived to be a lot more important, take longer to materialize. Yeah. Um, more than happy for that. So yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. So that was a huge part of the last fortnight. Um, so the past week, so a week after the show, I have been on the couch <laughs> and chilling, you know, back to some academic writing, which is good because we're getting yeah. back onto it. Um, but did manage to actually binge a short TV series uh, called um, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. Yes. Yeah. I haven't read your review yet. Yes. So I put a, I put a very short review on the Fred Watch uh, post and Fred the Alien website um, summarizing that. But I've always been interested in Ted Bundy, actually. So this one was... Very fascinating. Yeah, he's one of the, for lack of a better term... Favorite serial killers, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's like how do you say you have a favorite yeah. serial killer? Yeah, but he's kind of he's one of the more fascinating, fascinating ones, and you can see why people were fascinated with him at the time. Mm. Um, and you know, and it's weird because I am like, it's no surprise I'm a scaredy cat, yeah. And so even though if Ted Bundy were alive and well and in the same room as me, I would not be a target. 
I do not fit the profile of a victim. No, you don't. At all. No. But I can tell you, it was rough sleeping that night because I binged the show. <laughs> and I was... Any bump in the night oh, terrified me. And I really? don't know why I do this to myself. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a, a, a great show. I won't go yeah. into any more detail, but okay. yeah. Um, I highly recommend it and... Yeah, I really want to watch it. Yeah, it's good um, because, it, you know, the crime spree was quite lengthy and detailed. Mm. What I like about this series, because you can watch a lot of documentaries, they're available free online and mm. you can have a look at them. Um, this one isn't gratuitous about the victims. It doesn't try to okay. do like cheap shock tactics. It talks about them and the mannerisms in which some of them died, for example. You need to. It's the, the, the base yeah. of the show. Yeah. Um, but the way he explains things and the method the journalist got him to talk is really interesting. Wow. Yeah, and it's interesting hearing from him. Yeah. Uh, but no, but I highly recommend it. It's only four episodes. Oh, um, it's very quick watching. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, they're okay. one hour, so you are committing to four hours. Okay. Uh, but I find I found it really interesting. Some elements are repetitive, but I think they just drive certain points home. Yeah. But yes, five stars from me. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Um, but that's But that's been my week. In the show and on the couch and... You Lovely. know, still, still, uh, hit at the computer screen. <laughs> Good. How about yourselves, ladies? Pulia? Uh, well, my week, since you all know what happened the previous week for me, the last week I have been somewhat doing nothing, but also doing stuff at the same time. So don't know how that works. Um, combination yeah so we finally bumped out every single set piece on Mm. tuesday (laughs) yeah um and then we and then i had my first piano lesson of the year oh cool which was really good because it was nice to be playing back on the the baby grand that my teacher has because i love that piano it's so amazing because um, unfortunately, I just have a cheap um, a keyboard. keyboard that doesn't have any pedals, oh. and nor are the keys weighted. So every time I practice at home, it's a little different to when I practice on the actual piano. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I need to get me a key electronic piano. Yeah. So that it's weighted with yeah. pedals. Yeah. Because I need to practice that. Yeah. Um. Apart from that, I have just been. Bumming around at home. Um, I've been trying to get myself on a better track on my health. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the fact that I'm now paleo. Um, and I'm doing my best. <laughs> but it's very hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's temptations in oh, there for you. <laughs> temptations go everywhere. And then you have to be like, yes, okay, can I eat yeah. that? No, there's temptations like... of cooking for all. Yeah. <laughs> Kendall and I Shut up cookie monsters Kendall and I are enjoying chocolate chip Poopy. cookies and poor Fulia had a shitty chocolate bar that she could only finish half of Yeah but I'm, it's I'm okay sh- I'm sorry I'm no. no you're not shut up But Fulia you went somewhere special on mm. Friday, on Friday night, night where oh the paleo goodness. diet Yeah the paleo went diet just it went out the door as soon as Fulia yeah. walked in the door. Yeah, pretty much. It, just, yeah. it stayed outside of the door. Yeah. So um, we had a little um, debrief after the show with the other producers. Yeah. Which one of them is here? Yay! <laughs> Guess which one? Yeah. <laughs> and poor Kendall has to work. She she's got to earn a living. <laughs> Kendall supports us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 
So before we even got there during the day, in the morning, I went to a um, a little stick and puck session because I had missed that on a, on a couple of trainings in the last month and the last game um, I missed out on as well. So I thought, let me just get some practice in um, while I had the chance. And straight after that, I showered and went straight to the Channel 31 office. And I went out on a shoot. That's cool. Came back, went home, got <laughs> had a nap, <laughs> got ready, and then came out back into the city for our little producer's dinner. And we went to Ghazi. <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness. I The the moment it was mentioned, shall we go to Ghazi? I'm like, yes, we are going. No, no questions asked. Just we're going. <laughs> this is what's going on. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, I suppose we're going to Ghazi. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we got there. And as soon as you walk in, you look up and you see all these terracotta pots just hanging upside down from the ceiling. And they're like small and medium size, and it's just so beautiful. It's such a great atmosphere. Um, the food was amazing, mm. and I was kind of like, I don't care how much this hurts my gut, <laughs> it's gonna be worth it. And it was, <laughs> and I loved it. It was so good. Um, I think we all had, uh, we all have a, we all had a souvlaki. Yeah. Um, which they've sort of shortened it on the menu and call them suvers. Yes. <laughs> um, I had a pork belly suva and it was delicious, but I couldn't finish it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm regretting having a smaller stomach, but not regretting at the same time. No, exactly. <laughs> um, and then once we were finished at Gazi, we decided to go for a walk to find dessert elsewhere. Mm. And what was the place called again? It was called Time Out. Time at, Out. At Federation Square. Time Out at Federation Square. Yes. And I had a banoffee pie and it was yummy. What did you have? I had a chocolate cake with a dash of ice cream because you need ice cream. With yes. Your chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was really yummy too. Um, and then, yeah, I think that was, that was really our night. It was a good little catch up session. Yeah. Um, just to debrief on what, what happened and, you know, things that we didn't do that or things that we can improve on. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a great night overall. I mean, look, we only do the theater show so we can have the catch up afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, literally like the, the sweet bonus of being a part of whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter was getting to hang out with you guys every night and then after the show. Yeah. It was actually, you're right. And it was so much fun that after every performance, the crew would go and have dinner together and just chat about the show and then just chat about life. Yeah. Yeah. um, We had such a good time. Yeah. It it was nice. I mean, this is, I think why I love the theater shows as well, just to go back. So I'm, derailing <laughs> your conversation but it's just it just it's such a you're such a tight-knit group because you yeah. you know we are we're yeah. we're a good crew we're a good yeah we work together well and, i think so and we get along with each other yeah well. so far <laughs> so far yeah, yeah we'll get back to you by the end of the podcast see how yeah. we're going <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, but sure. I mean, you know, and the, the cast are close because they need to be. Again, yeah. it's only a cast of four, so yeah, yeah. Gosh, if right. one if one doesn't like somebody else, everyone feels gonna... it, so it just can't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it you're right. Well. You know, it's that's the best part. The most fun about doing shows is just the time you spend with people. Definitely, yeah, you do become a little family, actually. You do, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and then the weekend just passed. I scored some hockey games over the weekend. So on the Saturday. 
And then I had uh, my hockey game on the Sunday, um, which was tiring, but it was worth it because we won 3-1. Hey. Hey. Uh, that felt good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yes, our our goalie was the MVP for the game. Nice. He deserved it. He was goalie, so goalie, good. Goalie, goalie, <laughs> <laughs> goalie. He was really good. That's he awesome. He was... Um, like he was, he was on a he was on a roll. He was on fire. He was on fire. Flames. Flames. <laughs> Flames coming from his glove. Yes. <laughs> and caught every puck. And Fuller, are you a part? Is this like a an official season? Because I know there's like sort of off seasons and unofficial this things. The, this is the official. Yeah. One. So there's cool. there's two different seasons that are official seasons. So we're in the summer league at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then there's also a winter league, which is a bit more serious. Okay. Um, but the summer league is more of a, you know, for fun. It's yeah. still competitive, but it's not as full on as what the, yeah. uh, winter, the winter league yeah. would be. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that was fun. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Great. That was my week. Awesome. <laughs> Busy week. Fun week. Yes. And may I say, you have a lovely necklace on. I have been staring at it all <gasps> oh, night. Oh, thank you. I really love the crescent. Isn't it, is, it gorgeous? It's so beautiful. I love it so much. It nice. is pretty, and because no one else can see it, fully describe Kindle's beautiful necklace. <laughs> it is gorgeous. It's a beautiful it is, color too. Yeah. Yes. It's, no, I, I, bought, I picked it up the other day at La Visa. Ah, oh, La Visa. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> um, not but yet. It's, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's such a, it's a, I don't usually do gold chains, but this, I really liked it. And the, I love the crescent moon shape. And It works like, really well. It's like a really nice, like, sort kind of, of greenish. Greeny. Like, it looks like, it looks like a, st- it's, it's kind of like an opal type opal of Opal kind of, like, green. Yeah. With, like, you know. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. I thank, like it. Thank you. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's my new my new favourite. And now you all know what it looks like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Audio medium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> describing things. Um, We're yes. so good at this. We are. <laughs> we are pros, if I do say so myself. Um, yes, yeah, so my week then, um, apart from buying lovely new ne- necklaces, um, I have been quite busy, I think. From memory, yeah, work has been pretty hectic. Um, and then I had a, a good chunk of days Tuesday and Wednesday I had off, and um, I spent well, I spent Tuesday uh, with Christina, the wonderful Christina. Hi, Christina. Christina. Um, we had a lovely day out. We went to the Sun Theatre in Yarraville. Beautiful. Master Philip Hunting's old. Hangout. Um, and Ash Halls as well. Hey, Ash. Yeah. Um, filmed a few uni bums in that area. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so I finally got to go to the Sun Theatre after bloody months of going to Yarraville to podcast. And, <laughs> and Ash never actually went to the Sun Theatre. Yeah. I finally did. We went and saw Green Book. Mm. So I've got a quickie review for that later right. on. And then we had a wonderful... Um, we happened to... to just get it, time it right that we when we finished the movie it was happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to this like really nice kind of um, pub bar kind of place. Uh, it was across from the Sun. The one on the corner. Uh, it's a hotel. It's, yeah. Something hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I, it started with V or something. I've forgotten the name of it now. Yeah. But anyway, um, wonderful. Uh, I had a, a, a excellent mojito. And um, Christina had a French martini, and yes. we got a little tipsy. Oh, yeah. And that was lovely. that. And that was that vault. Vault. Yeah. I knew it started with V, and it was five letters. Vault. Yes. Mm-hmm. Vault in Yarraville. Go check it out. Highly recommend. 
Um, and then we um, ended up uh, back on the other side of the road. There was an Italian restaurant that did pizza and pasta that um, we had really nice. Uh, I had a carbonara. And what did Christina have? She had a lasagna. Yeah. There's yeah. so many wonderful um, places to eat and just drink and hang out in Yarnville. Yeah. Like, it's not a huge area per se in no, terms of dining. It's all and very, it's very c- closely knit yeah. together, kind of intimate. But it's but it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's such a lovely space to just hang out Oh, as yeah. Well. We, we were really glad we went. Yeah. And it was a really lovely day, too. It was really hot, but... Um, but like by the time the you know we we we'd done the movie and then we got out mm. like it cooled down a bit and yeah it was just really nice yeah so it was a wonderful day off for both of us and then Wednesday I don't what did I do during the day I think I did something during the day and I've completely forgotten <laughs> but that night um, met up with Christina again and we went and saw Mary Queen of Scots Ooh. so I have a quickie review for that <laughs> as well uh, which is great so many um, movies so yeah. many movies I. Guys, I saw three movies in the last week. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, <laughs> different ones. Um, yes, so that we did that, and we had grilled for dinner, and that was awesome. And then oh, grilled, grilled. Oh, we well, had salads. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then saw Fulia post on Instagram. <laughs> she literally had the exact same salad we had. The, hey. yeah, the superfood, the superfood salad at yep. grilled. Yep. We had it. Like an hour after, and it's did. delicious. Oh, it's so good! So yeah. Yum. So if you do want food recommendations, Foodie Fuji. Yes, Foodie Fu- at Foodie Fuji on Instagram. Yes, yes. do it. Hit her yeah. up. Do it. Awesome food photos and food recommendations. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Especially if you're on the health train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, and if and if it's not the you know if the egg's not cooked perfectly, she will let you know. Julia <laughs> is reliable. Yes, agreed. Hundred yeah. percent. Trying my best. Yes, you, yes. And doing, Foodie blogger and doing yeah. very well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Um, and then Thursday, I worked, and then Thursday night, um, I caught up with one of my awesome friends, CT. Hello, CT, if you're listening. Um, we went and had some uh, Chinese, some dumplings. Are and we allowed he had to know what CT chicken. stands for? Oh, it's his surname, Campbell Tennant. That's amazing. So his first name is James, but he he loves being called CT. CT. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome. <laughs> um, I think so too. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Um, I love it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's so unique. Mm. Um so we yeah we went and did that and then we went and saw Ben is back mm-hmm. which literally just came out this week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a quickie review for that as well. And then uh, yeah worked all weekend and Saturday night was wonderful because uh, another dear friend of mine um, Beck Hill mm-hmm. who's a hopefully a listener of this she does she does pop in from time to time in the answers yeah um, yeah she it was her birthday yesterday or oh, on, on the Saturday birthday. yeah many happy returns Beck <laughs> yes. Um, and so we went to Vapiano in Flinders Lane, mm. excellent Italian restaurant mm. with a wonderful pay system. They give you a card and basically you tap the card when you go to order your food and they make it for you in front of you okay. and give it to you. And then, so you just pay with the card as you leave. So they don't have to worry about parties splitting bills. Oh. You just, they, you just pay, give them the card and they take the money. So it's almost like a sushi train and you just know yeah. what, what bowls you've got <laughs> on plates and like, cool, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm paying. That's yeah, great. Yeah. It's really cool. And the food was absolutely delicious. Mm. Um, so that was awesome. And then we went to Be Lucky and Sons at Melbourne Central and played a bunch of games, <laughs> went to the Lion, had a bit of a dance. They were playing some R&B and dance music and nice. so had a bit of a dance and then went home so yeah it's been a, good, a great week it's for been you, a Kendall. very good week whereas fully and i are like just uh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so tired and like sore right yeah. now <laughs> i'm a little bit t- i'm pretty tired because didn't get home from 
it's Sunday we're recording this, everyone. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I didn't get home from um, Bex until like one. Mm. And then I had to get up at 7.30 for work. So Gosh. <laughs> living life to the best mm. of my ability. It's yeah, you great. are. Yes. Okay. So um, that's me. Yeah, that's me for the week, which means it's time to check in once again with the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. <laughs> yeah, I love that, but I hate it. I just want to say news. Like, news. But now, now I say news, and that sounds wrong. <laughs> because Nerdy it news. is. Because, <laughs> because it is. Con- but then when I say news, I feel like I'm trying. But if I say news, I'm like, that sounds wrong now. Because it is. Oh, <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> I'm in a weird... Between a rock and a hard place, people. Um, it's fantastic. Now. Okay. Fantastic news. Yes. Okay. All right. So we have a lot of news to discuss. Some pretty big things came out in uh, in recent days. Been a big um, week for news, hasn't it? Big week. Yeah. Lots yeah. of big things. All right. But go for it. sadly, we have to start with some sad news. Sad news. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm the worst. Okay. Um, we had two wonderful character actors uh, leave this earth this week, starting with Dick Miller. Um, who was 90 years old, so he had a wonderful innings. Um, he, he is that guy that is just like in everything, and you know his face as soon as you see him. Like, oh, I've seen him in something, but I can't remember what it is, or I remember what it is, and oh my God, he's in everything. Very recognizable face. His two most notable appearances were in the original Terminator from 1984, um, and then what I remember him most um, from my childhood was Gremlins. Mm-hmm. He played one Murray Futterman. <laughs> Um, who had a, you know, an untimely demise um, caused by the, the gremlins in that movie. How did he die again? He no, was, he didn't actually. I thought he did. No, he didn't because he's in the sequel. He was in Gremlins oh 2. Oh my God. Oh my yes. God. You're so right. I, look, yeah. I've seen Gremlins 2 like twice and yeah. I've seen the original Gremlins like 50 times. The thing is with, I think. Because he looks like he dies though. I think so because it looks like it. It does. Because. I forgot. A, a gremlin um, uses the. Was it a bulldozer or like the snowplow? Bull- snowplow, I think. Yeah, and crashes into snow. the house and yeah. stuff. And he's the one because he plays like, you know, kind of the town drunk as well. He is, Reflecting yes. back on the war, saying about how like gremlins getting into all of your little mechanisms and stuff. Yeah. So he's the one who believes before anything else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and of course, no one believes him. No one believes him because <laughs> he's the drunk. Yeah, um, but he comes back in part two and there's always I a, forgot about there's part a two. funny line uh, exchange he has with the woman who plays his wife and I can't remember the, the wife's name, but you know, she's like, you know, she's telling Billy that, you know, Murray's still a little bit traumatized after the, you know, incident yeah. <laughs> of part one yeah. and he can, and the Gremlins are already out and about in part two now, but they're not widely known. No, no. And so he hears one and he's like, there it is, you know? I could I could hear the gremlin, and she's like, "That's okay, Murray. I heard it too." <laughs> and he just cracks it, and he goes, "Of course you heard it too. What's that supposed to mean?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, but that's I mean, so that, that's just a beautiful example of what a wonderful character actor he was. And yeah. you're right, Kendall. It's like he's one of those guys that when he pops up, you're just happier. 
Because you're Definitely. like, it's, it's, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, it literally is. And he just like gave such a wonderful like performance with every role and yeah. just love the, the, the great energy and like, yeah, it's just fantastic. Mm. So he will definitely be missed. Um, and we also lost uh, Clive Swift this oh. week, yeah. age 82. I know there are a lot of fans of Keeping Up Appearances that mm. probably listen to this show. He was Richard, of course, yes. in that show. Um, but- Folia, you, you're a... I bit was, of a fan. Yeah, man. keeping up appearances. Look, his character was just so endearing he and just so sweet and patient. Yeah, and did not, very patient. And did not mind when people pronounced his surname properly. Yes. Bucket. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't bother him. Not one iota. <laughs> that man uh, had the patience of a monk. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Richard. Bucket. He was amazing in that role. Just. <laughs> There's a a great scene, as we all know, like for those of us who watch the show. Are you a fan of the show, Kendall? I've never actually seen it. Yeah, it's really funny. So she, you know, Hyacinth Bouquet, as she likes to pronounce the surname, not Bucket. um, Again, as the the title suggests, wants to keep the appearance that she's good enough to live amongst others and wants nothing but the best. And so she puts a lot of pressure on Richard to keep up this appearance and he couldn't care less. Yeah. You know. And so throughout the whole series, she's always just pecking and pecking <laughs> on him the whole way through. And there is this one moment, and I forget the context, but they're driving or they've just finished driving and he's just at his wits end with her. And he actually stands up to her for once. And Hyacinth is just so shocked. And she's just kind of like, Richard, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's so surprised. She's like, Where did that come from? So she didn't realize it's a straw that broke the camel's back of yeah. like, what, you know, 40 odd years of marriage. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, no, and it, it's, and you know what, like, um, Patricia Routledge, who played Hyacinth, is just a fantastic actor. She was uh, so Still good. going strong and just so brilliant <laughs> in the role. But, you know, she could not be that great without a great supporting man. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's the straight, he's the straight man. Richard! Yeah, she's the, she's the comedy, <laughs> he's the straight man. And yeah. They work so well together. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he's lovely. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. such a wonderful actor. And, um, yeah, and I think he was even in Doctor Who at one stage too. Yeah, I did look, when I was looking yeah. through his filmography, yeah, he was in Doctor Who in the 80s. Yeah, so nerds know him well. Nerds know him very really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to ask a, a slight tangent question mm-hmm. about it, uh, about the show. So, if, if Richard is, like, the straight man and just, like, does not give a hoot. Yes. Like, his name is Richard Bucket. Yes. Okay. Her name's Hyacinth. Yes. Which is just crazy to me. Isn't that a flower? It well, is. Well, yeah. Like... So, she and her um, three sisters <laughs> yep. are all named after flowers. Oh, what are the other sisters? So, you've got, you've got Rose, okay, who is easy. the... Slutty one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got real. Rose, who is the slutty one, and okay. she's living with the other sister, Daisy, Daisy. Okay. and her slobbish husband, oh. Onslow. And Onslow is gorgeous as well. So whenever He's a pom. Yeah. So whenever um, whenever Daisy and Hyacinth are on the phone together, Hyacinth will immediately ask Daisy to tell Onslow to put a shirt on because he's always in a <laughs> singlet. Yeah, over the phone. Wow. And when they'll visit, because they live, they, you know, they, they live in squalor. The the car is a bomb, kind of like Uncle Buck's car. Mm-hmm. And Hyacinth is embarrassed for them to be in the street, so she'll quickly rush them into the house not to sure. be seen. Yeah. And then there's Violet, who has married. Um, into money. Mm-hmm. So 
Hyacinth does not mind talking about Violet at all. No, nah, we'll sure. always say she's the sister that you never see, right? You never. I think you never see, or you only see once or twice. Because I don't remember seeing you her. Never you never. You only just hear about her. You never see her cross-dressing husband. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the funniest things about Hyacinth is uh, that her, she has she and Richard have one son named Sheldon. And it's done so brilliantly because Hyacinth is, Hyacinth is oblivious to it. Uh-huh. But Sheldon's gay. And Hyacinth Great. has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> he is a mummy's boy, which she loves. Yes. He's always asking for money. Yes. And just the, t- the little anecdotes that she'll tell Richard. Oh, you know, Sheldon's taking up a sewing class. Or Sheldon's moving in with a lovely friend. Isn't she <laughs> usually talking to the vicar about all that sort of stuff? <laughs> She's talking to anyone who to will anyone, listen. anyone, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, sorry, but that was to take yeah. away from you. No, that's but, okay. Because yeah. I was going to ask, like, if, if, if Hyacinth is so keen on mm. keeping up appearances, um, that she's like, you know, bouquet, yes. or however you say. Um, is her maiden name, like, something fancy? Does she come from fancy? Ooh, see, I can't... Or does she just want to be fancy? See, I, she, it's definitely a want to be fancy. Yeah. I can't say what the maiden name is because they're all uh, they're all sisters they're all yeah. yeah I mean their father is in the picture and he's okay. a bit loopy yeah okay um, they never say, really mentioned I can't think of the surname I'm okay. sure it's there in, in Canada oh, somewhere oh somewhere yeah but yes it's one of the things that a lot of British sitcoms do and it's an obsession with class mm. and yeah. this is what she is oh, yeah. she is obsessed with class they're very classist yeah really. so she's yeah. very um imposing on her nervous neighbor Elizabeth which is there's a lot of funny gags you know she'll invite Elizabeth over to tea and Elizabeth is so nervous because Hyacinth is such a strong personality the recurring gag is that Elizabeth will always spill tea or break expensive china or she'll go to sit in one place and then Hyacinth Mm, not there there. (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a lot of great recurring gags actually like so look you watch a few episodes you can predict the gags but that familiarity is is perfectly fine. Yeah. I love I love the phone calls she makes because yes. it's still on a regular phone with the coil cord, <laughs> and it's a long coil cord. Yeah. Yeah, right. And she'll be talking to someone on the phone, and then there'll be someone else, like a guest in yeah. the guest room, and she'll be like, "Oh, it's such and such. I'll be just a moment." Yes, <laughs> and just to come in and out, explaining the conversation to the guests. And she'll always make a point that if it's Violet, she'll be like, "Oh, it's you, Violet." <laughs> Puts the phone aside. We'll shout to the next room. It's my sister Violet. She's the one who has room in the backyard for a swimming pool and a pony. <laughs> and then if it's Daisy, it's my... Oh, Elizabeth. It's my sister Daisy. She's not the one with the room for the pony <laughs> and the swimming pool. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it is a very well-written show. Nice. Yeah. I should have it's to watch it. So I think so. I think if you watch one or two episodes, you, you can gauge the humour and see if it's Yeah. Weird. Well, it kind of feels like it's uh, Faulty Towers adjacent humour. Yeah, I guess similar. Just because, like the structure, the recurring gag yes. kind of structure. Recurring gags. This obsession about making yourself look better than what you really are. Totally. Um, wanting to fit in. Yeah. Um, totally. And the extremes you go to. Yeah. Yeah. As well, because of course, no one buys what Hyacinth is selling. You know what I mean? No one believes she's in their class. No, no, no. But she's so oblivious to it. Oh, bless her. <laughs> yeah. She's she's gorgeous. Um, okay, I'm yeah. gonna watch it now. Yeah. Definitely gonna watch it now. Okay. All right, into the rest of the news, starting with, we've got a bunch of DC news. This will make you very happy, Wayne. I am smiling. I'm smiling. It's great to see that, you know, DC still exists. You wouldn't know it by listening to this show. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Anyway. (laughs) 
Um, first up, we had some big news in terms of uh, what's going on for the DCEU uh, mm. in the coming years, starting with um, Suicide Squad. So yeah. Suicide Squad 2 has been renamed The Suicide Squad and will be a reboot okay. of the franchise. Um, James Gunn, of course, has already been hired to write the screenplay, and that's how this reboot of sorts and retitle has kind of come about. Um, looks like he'll be directing as well, yeah. which no one is surprised about because there's been talks of him directing this movie for quite some time. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, and we have an official release date of the 6th of August 2021. Mm. So two and a bit years to go for that. Do we know is there a a purpose behind it being a reboot and not a sequel? And I look, I can appreciate that there is differing opinions about the quality of the film. But it did well. You it know, did make it, look. It still made them a lot of money. It made it. It made money. It was awarded. Yeah. You know, like for for a technical Oscar, but it was still you know it it's got it got it got recognition. Um, and I actually think it's a it's a it's it's a pretty good film. I mean, is it a masterpiece? No, but I don't think a lot of superhero movies are to be honest because they are designed for popcorn entertainment. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I mean, but was it like you know? An atrocity that should never have been made? No. Um, and I know some people felt that way, but I'm like, oh, I should get a life. So I'm just curious as to why they're thinking, let's well, reboot this. Like, did, does I it think, need it? I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe if this is DC responding to, because there was a lot of overwhelming hate mm. for the film. Yeah. Maybe, I mean... For most of their films, let's be honest. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, they're, you know, kind of panned by audiences Mm. um and you know only in the last couple of years thanks to wonder woman and now aquaman have uh the fans kind of been getting back on board with dc Uh, so so maybe it's the reboot now to sort of say we're rebooting it so it's not connected to the dceu that you all seem to hate that's another another (laughs) thing like there's a there's a question in the air as to whether or not um Warner Brothers are looking at just doing standalone movies now. So probably should. Which I think they should. Why and not? Yeah. Um, Give every hero their own separate franchise. Totally. Not necessarily connected if it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and then bring them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we've technically already got a Suicide Squad sequel anyway in terms of um, Birds of Prey. Yeah, That's true. coming out because that's going to be following on from whatever happened after Suicide Squad. Yeah. When the uh, spoilers for the ending of that joker broke harley quinn out of jail yeah he did uh, right at the end which <laughs> yeah. was lovely and i want to see a follow-up to that um and yeah but i think it might just be yeah just a general response to the audience and but i feel like i feel like because margot Qu- margot i was gonna say margot quinn that's not her name it's harley quinn margot robbie's harley quinn is so like is really popular like the big draw card yeah for the for this franchise and so i feel like if they are rebooting it it'll be some sort of even partial reboot because i feel like they will find a way to include her yes somehow i feel like if she was not included and they're not going to get someone else another actress to play harley although they could because they've now technically got two jokers so i don't know yeah yeah who knows there's a lot of it's very yeah so i don't know we'll just have to wait and see i think for some trailers or for some footage and casting at least to see what's going on with this one. I think it's best to just take these films as independent entities. Totally. Just independent of each other and go nuts. Yeah. Which brings me to my next news item. Um, So yeah, Batfleck is out people. Mm. Uh, 
Matt Reeves' upcoming The Batman film that has long been in pre-production. Yeah. Um, has a release date of the 25th of June, 2021, and will not feature Ben Affleck in uh, the role of Batman Bruce Wayne, um, as they will be focusing on a younger Bruce Wayne yeah. um, for this film. So, yeah, no other information other than that. Um, that's basically what's happening so now we have we definitely have no Batfleck and we don't have Henry Cavill anymore um, although the jury's still out on whether Henry Cavill is still in this franchise or not because come on Henry stick with us buddy yeah. we love Henry Cavill he's been posting some cryptic things yeah. um, I'm a big fan of Henry Cavill and his a, role he's a great actor yeah. I mean, I've I've said before how I I don't love his Superman, but I you know mm. I don't hate it. I think it's probably more just the writing mm. of the character than his performance because he's a great actor. He's a great actor, and I should say I'm I'm a fan of his portrayal of Superman. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's yeah, that's very exciting. Batman movie next one coming out 2021. Um, and speaking of DC, we've got going into kind of DC TV at the moment uh, and just the CW in general, our favorite channel. Um, <laughs> this week, they... Bully is happy. Bully is very happy because <laughs> Supernatural is getting a season 15, everyone. 15 wow. 15. It is the CW's longest running show. Oh, love it. Um, it's epic. It's fantastic. I'm so happy for all the SPN fans out mm. there. It's amazing news. Um, and I'm very excited too, because they also renewed every single Arrowverse show Hey. and they didn't leave any of them hanging on tender hooks this Good. year. Usually they kind of stretch, like they kind of do renew a couple and then leave the others or whatever, but they just all bang, 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 renewed all of them. Yeah. So that's Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow wow. all coming back. And, but I should men- mention just quickly, there are talks online floating about as to whether or not season eight will be Arrow's last season. Okay. Ooh. There's rumors going around that it might be the end of the show. Okay. So, but who knows what will happen. If Supernatural can get 15 seasons, Arrow can definitely <laughs> <laughs> I think. Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, so that's very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, some... Cool movie news. Um, now, this is really awesome. Way to take advantage of internet memes. Yeah. Um, Zombieland, the sequel, which has just unveiled its title as Double Tap, mm. I think is a fantastic title. For those who don't know, the first um, Zombieland film it had a bunch of like rules and stuff you had to do, kind of do to like, you know, survive in a zombie land essentially and one of them was you've got to double tap so you have to make sure you shoot the zombies twice just yeah. to make sure they're actually dead because if yeah. you don't do that you could end up dying they'll be taking over Instagram very easily with this because you've got to double tap to like the post hey <laughs> that is true. true that's cool <laughs> they're very clever over there um, yes so what they did was they unveiled the title and the first poster for the film by doing the 10 year challenge yeah. which has been sweeping the internet in the last month um, because the last film the first film for Zombieland came out in 2009 yeah. and we're getting number 2 in 2019 so very appropriate 10 years in the making M- yeah. may I say that Zombieland Drive did it so brilliantly mm. for the 10 year challenge yeah, but no one's it. outdone Chappelle Corby's one <laughs> Oh, I haven't I seen. I haven't seen that. Well, I mean, like ten years ago, she was in jail. Exactly. So, 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 so she's she's posted it herself. Did she? So really? she's posted a photo of herself in jail from ten years ago, oh and now God. her on a beach. 
She won that challenge. <laughs> so yeah, well wow. done. You do, well well you, played, you, Chappelle. You do you, Chappelle. And I can't wait for your next single. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Another 10 years, maybe. Another 10 years. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <sighs> okay. Um, Zombieland Double Tap will be out in theaters this October in time for Halloween. Um, super exciting. Okay, speaking of... Halloween and scary things. Um, one of my favorite writers and directors, Melbourne boy Lee Winnell. Oh, I thought you were talking about me for once. Well, <laughs> I talk about you plenty. I know, and I'm not quite up to Lee's standard yet, am I? <laughs> You're getting there. Um, so, Lee, uh, of course, is one of the co creators of the Saw franchise, along with James Wan. Mm. Um, and he most recently directed an awesome film um, that I saw last year called Upgrade. I highly recommend checking it out. It was shot here in Melbourne as well, so it's definitely worth watching. Um, This week, he's very, very, very busy man because he has been tapped to direct um, the Invisible Man movie. Cool. Readaptation, remake, if you will, um, for Universal. Now, this was originally supposed to star Johnny Depp when Universal were doing their Dark Universe. Yes. Which was with the mummy and... uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, all of those yeah. ones. They're going to do a, a shared universe of monster movies at Universal. And then The Mummy turned out to not do so well at all. Um, was one of, talked, one of the, yeah, people said it was one of the worst films of 2017. Uh, I still haven't really seen it, so I can't say. You haven't seen it either. No, but which is a shame because I like The Mummy and I like the mythos behind it and I love Tom Cruise. Um, but sadly, apparently it didn't translate very well to audiences. So the universe was canned before anything else could really get off the ground. Um, which means now, uh, Lee Winnell has taken over as uh, director for this. Johnny Depp will not be playing the invisible man and they have not cast who his replacement will be. Um, so that's exciting. And then on top of that, um, Lee has also been tapped to write and direct, um, the reboot of escape from New York. This should be interesting. Yeah. Have you seen Escape from New York? Originally? I haven't. I it's, haven't. I should. I've only seen it once, but it was recent enough for okay. me to remember enough yep. to say it's a great film. And yeah? I, yeah. Like, it's one of those cult classics that you see why. And you can see why, you know, Kurt Russell's character is in pop culture and all yeah, this. Snake, yeah, Snake, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun movie. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's John Carpenter. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like John Carpenter and Kurt Russell just had had this relationship yeah. that were just working well. Together. And some actors and filmmakers just do. They really yeah. do, don't they? I love I really love those like people some people complain, but I really love those act those oh, yeah. directors who use the same cast. Yeah, give me Burton and Depp any day. Exactly. I'm a happy man. And it's why I love Joss Whedon so much. He uses yeah. the same actors in a lot of his things and they're all really talented and they fit the universe yeah. that he does. So why not? Why the fuck not exactly? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited because I haven't, yeah, I have not seen uh, Escape from New York and um, John Carpenter will be executive producing. Cool. So you know it's going to definitely have some quality to it. Um, okay, so this is some interesting news. Um, we're getting a David Bowie biopic hmm. um, set in the early days of Ziggy Stardust, so early in Bowie's career. Um, actor Johnny Flynn will be playing a young David Bowie in that film. Um, although uh, David's son Duncan Jones spoke out during the week and said the film does not have the family's blessing. And they have not acquired the rights to use any of Bowie's music. Oh. Yeah. 
So. So, <laughs> so this might be in pre-production for a while then. It yeah. might. Yeah. So do, are they um, sort of hopping along with the Bohemian Rhapsody Possibly. thing going, like biopics yeah. on, you know. Totally. Has, is, has there been one talking, talking about Prince? Have I made that up? Uh, no, I don't know. And I honestly, if, if they're having trouble doing a Bowie one, mm. um, and because Prince was so protective of his of his creative works, yeah. I, I don't know how that's going to go down. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I mean, you, you, can't, you can't do a Bowie biopic well, without his music. Literally, this is the thing. I think this is it's a death sentence straight away. Yeah, you're you're a dead on arrival if you do not have the rights to the music. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's no point. Yeah, well, literally, what's yeah, the point? Exactly. Um, so that's sad to hear. Um, I don't really know. I'm not f- familiar with Johnny Flynn um, much at all, but um, mm. feel bad for him. That you know he's caught up in the middle of this, and but you know I'm glad that jo- uh, Duncan Jones is speaking out and speaking out for his father, who cannot speak for himself. So yeah, um, hopefully something gets worked out and mm. a-, a good quality film is made. Because no, no, you know, no doubt Do- uh, Bowie deserves one. Yeah, so I wonder if it's just that the family are like, well, we'll give you a blessing if you show us the script. Yeah, you know, I mean, let's face it script to um to screen you know they're, they're never identical no. <laughs> but at least you get a, a, an idea yeah of what it would be like and would you really want to be making a movie like this without the family's blessing and support no, exactly right it'll just turn out to be scandalous tabloid trash otherwise yeah because yeah. what other gimmick will you have if you can't use the music you'd have to go for another hook and we've seen it with other with other people as well, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah, you can't. It's yeah. not gonna. Yeah, it's the difference between a film like Bohemian Rhapsody getting a bunch of Academy Award nominations, yeah. and you know, and then like just B grade like little things just falling under the wayside. Yeah, yeah. and I can't even think of any right now because you no. know why? Because they didn't get the right <laughs> and they're not worth remembering. No, no, no you're right. Sadly, sad. You're right. Okay. And lastly in the news, um, Starship Troopers. Any fans of that film or film series? I know I am um, because it's cheesy as fuck. Um, There's a TV reboot in the works that looks like it might actually feature the original cast of the 1997 film. So clearly none of them have gone on to do other work if they're thinking (laughs) of TV. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... I'm just trying to think of who was. Who was the leading guy? I feel like he was... Casper Van Dien. I love Casper Van Dien. Yeah. So he's been in a couple of the other sequels. Yeah. He reprised his role as I felt like he deserved a career that he never got, though. I agree. Yeah. Because he was like... I mean, I guess he was very typecast because he looks like a military guy. Yeah. Because he played a soldier so well. Yeah, yeah. But um but yeah, you're right. He but he's still very good looking. Yeah, exactly. Um and talented, so Casper, you should be in Showgirls Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> the better film. That need um, that needs to be made. <laughs> that needs to be made. Kendall, we're so watching it. Yeah, we a fortnight ago you cringed at the idea of watching I Showgirls. Know, but we should we should. I would I would love to see Elizabeth Berkeley writhing around in a pool looking like she's being murdered. Yeah. When she's actually having sex. Yeah. Anyway. Fulia, well, you need to watch this film. We just need to record your reactions to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean video record. Literally. <laughs> Fulia reacts to show Yeah. <laughs> My God, that would be fun. Those innocent eyes. <laughs> You'll want to go for the bleach. <laughs> yep. <sighs> but yes, Casper Van Dien was, was Johnny Rico in that. Uh, Dina Dina Meyer was um, I've forgotten her name you'd love it it's a great feminist film I'm sure <laughs> we've moved past Showgirls Wayne um, 
Uh, Diz, I think her name was, um, in in the original Starship Troopers. And then Denise Richards Mm. was in it as well. And um, what's his name? Jake Busey um, was uh, one of the the army guys in that too. And Neil Patrick Harris was in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Before he could find work. Before. Before he became it between, amazing. It was literally, he was literally between Doogie Howser and How, How I, I Met, Met Your Mother. Mother yeah. So. How I Met Your Mother did wonderful things for such a wonderful actor. Really? Because I watched Doogie Howser as a kid. Yeah, Because I'm, too. you know, old enough to have seen him as a kid and just absolutely loved it. Yeah. So I've always been a fan of Neil. He's so yeah. funny. He's so talented. Um, but yeah, so it looks like this is coming out in the next year or two. Um... Yeah, stay tuned. This, I mean, I'm a big fan of the original film, and I hope, hopefully, this. They say it might be continuing on the uh, the story from the the original. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, seeing where all these characters are up to. Although, like a couple of the characters I just mentioned, well, one of them I won't say who. Uh, she's actually dead. Mm. But you know, it's a sci-fi. But, She'll come back to life. Yeah, they could do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they did like you know they had technology that could bring people back to life in that film. Yeah. So it always pissed me off that they didn't bring. Anyway, moving on, digressing. <laughs> That's the news. I think we should just probably move on because I think we've said all we want to say. Unless yep. Fulia, you, <laughs> you haven't really said much. I, you're good. I'm, I'm just happy that Supernatural's, Supernatural's getting. Well, that's the, that's the that's it. That's the important thing. That's the important part for me. Okay. <laughs> all right. That means we're up to trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Trailer park time. Okay. Three trailers. Which one first? Let's go top to bottom. Top to bottom? Sounds good. All right. Uh, I don't know if this film is called Hobbs and Shaw or Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. I or just s- Fast and the Furious Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that <laughs> this film is. I'm just going to call it Hobbs and Shaw um, because let's be honest, the, the cars are not really what these films are about anymore. No. <laughs> They've really, they're just inconsequential at this point, um, which is fine. Um... I, this trailer was a bit too long, I think. Um, it looks a bit daggy. Yeah, it looks very cheesy, yeah. which is fine. I mean, I don't mind a bit of cheese. A bit of cheesy action's always good. I hate action films that take themselves too seriously, unless you're like Die Hard. And even then, Die Hard has fun. Yeah, um, I mean, you're right. When you've got such over-the-top stunts and things like that, you can't take yourself too you seriously. You really cannot. Um, it doesn't. It just doesn't work. This felt to me like the traditional buddy cop films. Yeah. Um, which there's nothing wrong with it. No. For no. me, it, it. You're right. It's it's too long a trailer. It was a long trailer. I feel trailer. like all the best things were in the trailer. In saying that, for somebody who isn't a big fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, but I like uh, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. I love yeah. Jason um, Statham. St- yeah, Statham. 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 Sorry. <laughs> right. Am I thinking somebody different, or have I just made his name up? I don't know. Yes. Jason. <laughs> it's. <laughs> we'll just call him Jason. Dwayne and Jason. Um, no, but I do like them. Um, yeah, yeah, they're like, great. Like the films have been in. So for me, this is one of those ones where you just check your brain out the door, grab a big bowl yeah. of popcorn oh, and yeah. a fizzy Mindless, drink, yeah. and have fun with it. Yeah. I'm not in a rush to watch it. No, but me it's, and, I, and I don't feel like I, I will need to watch the previous films no. or no, any of the other and, films to get well, it. I stopped watching because I think um, Statham was introduced in number six, mm. which I didn't see, and I didn't really, see, I haven't seen seven or eight either. I stopped at five, which is weird because I really liked five, and that's when Dwayne Johnson was introduced, his yeah. character. 
Um, but yeah, this trailer, I just, it, it was so weird because it just, it, it, it had, it was like split into different sections that were very noticeable in what they were trying to do. And it just didn't know what it wanted to do. There was no through line of like, yep, this is one trailer. It just seemed like a m- mishmash of different vibes. Mm. Um, and then, but I, which is weird though, cause there was, a, there was some fun that I, well, yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I'm just all over the place with this. Like this trailer is because first the trailer was like, let's introduce Idris Elba's villain, which by the way, fucking awesome. I'm, I'm here for Idris Elba as a bad guy especially a superhuman looking one. And why is he superhuman in a Fast and Furious movie? Like, I was thinking that too. Uh, like, yeah. is he like, sci-fi what are they, what are they doing? And they now, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then, yeah, and then the, then the middle part of the trailer was all about introducing um, Hobbs and Shaw as like, we know that these are the characters you know from the other movies. Yeah. And what makes them tick for, and like introducing them for people like us who aren't really familiar. Um, and then that was a bit of fun. The banter between them was fun. They hate each other. Clearly, they don't like each other. Um, it's going to be good. There's some good action scenes. Oh, finally, a car shows up, does yeah. a thing. And then, yeah, and then the last bit was just like this extended scene thing of them going out off, off a building, yeah. which looked awesome and, yeah. was ve- and was very funny. It yeah. was. But then I was just like, none of this makes sense. But that, to me, everything makes sense of this type of film. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, um, like you said, don't take it too seriously. No. Go in there, have fun. Um, or or yeah. just avoid it. I don't feel like that or even... Don't, yeah. Even if you don't watch it, I don't think you'll... Miss anything. No, you won't lose sleep over missing it, to be no, honest. No, yeah. no, no. It feels like a good, a fun film just to have in the background. I think so. That whenever action happens, you'll just like, turn oh, to watch oh, and oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. And don't care about the yeah. story too much. Yeah. Because yeah. it'll probably be cliched and predictable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've only seen the first Fast and Furious film. That didn't win me over very well. I just thought these people can't act. It's just a car. It's just drag racing. Cool. Yeah. You know the what first I mean? It was one, nothing. When you compare the first one to, I think, where the franchise has gone, it's just completely different worlds. Yeah. Like, mm. it was a very... It was very much... The first film was very much like a cult car racing yeah. film. Because car racing, like street racing, mm. was really big when that movie hit yeah. in the early 2000s. Like, it was massive. Have you seen any of the films? Before? I've only seen Tokyo Drift, which apparently is like... Isn't it Completely one? out of canon. And is it's, not, it's in canon. So, in- the thing, so, the thing was... This is another problem with this series <laughs> is the timeline is fucked. Yeah. Like, because they did one and two mm. and then they did three, which was kind of set up as a spin off sort of thing, mm. which is why it's called Tokyo Drift and not three and why none of the characters from the first two are really in it. With yeah. the exception of spoilers, Vin Diesel appears as in a cameo <clears> at the <throat> end of number three, which connects them. So, you know, they're all in the same universe. But then you get to skip number four, go to number five, and there's a character that was killed off in number three, um, Han, the cool, cool drifting guy who's like helped the main guy. Uh, you uh, probably, I don't, probably remember. don't remember. Anyway, yeah. I think his name was Han. He was awesome. They killed him uh, in number three, and it pissed me off. And then I saw number five, and he was in it. And then, then they're like, "Oh yeah, number five's a prequel." And num- so number five is set after number two, but before number three. And then just the timelines, is- yeah, right. So this this is why I stopped caring because yeah. they, they clearly <laughs> this like they got to number five, and then they decided to to that's when they really they stopped being car racing movies and started being heist films. Hmm. Yeah, it was number five or number four to a degree as well, but number five. I mean the the. Main plot, because, like, Paul Walker, may he rest in peace, his character was an undercover cop in the first one. So that's kind of... There's always been kind of a, a, you know, a cop 
kind of crime investigation kind of subplot mm. or main plot or whatever in these films. But the main draw has always been the street racing. Yeah, exactly. But now they've completely just... Oh, yeah, there's a car. Yeah. Doing a thing. More style than substance. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. But yeah. anyway... Probably um, not something that I would see since I haven't really watched any of the others because I'm not really that interested in it. Yeah. So these are normal... These are films that I would actually normally be interested in. They appeal to me. Just fun action movies. Yeah, yeah. But this franchise just... I watched the first one and I was just like, if it was better acted... Because I remember watching it. Oops, sorry. And not to speak ill of anyone who isn't with us anymore, but I have to... As a critic, I have to call it as I say it. I remember watching it and just going, wow... Paul Walker cannot act. Oh. Vin Diesel cannot act. Yeah. And because they're the leads, I was just so disengaged and just did not watch any others. And then I've seen other films with them individually. And I remember going, oh, Paul Walker's better now. <laughs> they both you know, definitely improved yeah, as the movies went on. Yeah. Sure. And I have to say, that's why I have a vendetta against Vin Diesel. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Because I just it just makes me weep to think that that man got paid work when there are more talented people in the world oh. who are still waiting tables in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about the Kardashians being successful. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. They should burn. Anyway. Oh, um, wow. Okay. I'm not, that, I'm not that passionate about it. No, I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate them. I will go on record. I don't like them. Okay. And one of them has my name and it makes me sad. Um... <laughs> Anyway, that was a big discussion. Mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw, for those who actually want to see it, um, it will be coming out on the 1st of August this year. Cool. Cool. Okay. Trailer 2 is a very quick tease. Mm. A little tease, a little preview, if you will, of the upcoming Birds of Prey film from DC. Um, Wayne, yes. as the big DC buff of the podcast, please, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, I mean, as a teaser... It does what it should, I guess. It really teases because it just tell, tells you absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. um, except it does, you know, flash the different characters that are in there. Mm. And draws mostly on Harley. Of course. Uh, which, you know, as, as you mentioned earlier tonight, Kendall, you know, she's, she's the draw card. She is. Uh, the character is fantastic. She's well-loved by DC fans. Margot Robbie does such a fant- did such a fantastic job and yeah. embodied her really well. I think so, too. Yeah, so I think as a teaser, this gets you excited about what will will happen and what what will come. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like that it's playful. You can tell the sense or the style of the film. Mm-hmm. It'll sort of have that dark humor that Suicide Squad did have. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just looking at Harley sort of dancing around doing a thing with the words "See you soon." Mm. You know, again, it's it's not really playing by the rules. No, not coming soon or in cinema soon. It's you know, it's it's very personal. Yeah. And it's almost, it's quite inviting. And you should never feel too safe around Harley Quinn. No. <laughs> but this is what this trailer does. You can see personality coming out in it. Totally. So for a 30 second grab, there's not much I can really say. But no. just what it sort of hints at and what it's doing visually, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's ticking the boxes so far from me uh, in terms of style more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks familiar. Mm. Again, like I, as I said earlier, I, I didn't mind Suicide Squad. Quite enjoyed it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this I feel like is similar in that style. Totally. But will be, it will learn from maybe mistakes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, look, 
the fact that it doesn't excite me more, really, about mm-hmm. the Birds of Prey film because it doesn't give me much to be excited about. No. But it's just nice to see the aesthetics of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So how did you feel about that? I, yeah, I know I really liked it. Uh, quick little tease that it was. Um, I'm just really excited for this film. Mm. And I I'm not going to get my hopes up, but just... I really have a lot of love for Margot Robbie's Harley. And I know a lot of my friends that are big DC fans don't love uh, her version of the character. But I think she does a really good job in the role. I thought she was a perfect choice. Mm. Um, And so I'm really excited to see what else she can do with it. Yeah. Um, And I'm also excited just to see some some badass um, women, you know, in these roles. Like, we're going to get Huntress and we're going to get Canary um, on the big screen yeah. for probably the first time. So, and Ewan McGregor's going to be Black Mask. Like, hello. It's, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah, it's always good to get a little little cheeky look at Harley in, in character, do, yeah. doing her thing. She's having fun. Yeah. Had you ever seen the Birds of Prey TV series? No, I never saw it. I saw um, snippets of it and it was shithouse. Yeah, I heard it was bad. Yeah, I mean, it was, well, like a season or something, mm. um, you know. Okay, I don't even think it got a full season in the end. No, probably not. No, and it didn't deserve one. It looked cheap. It was apparently bad. it was there, not yeah. not the best. Fulia, do you have any thoughts on this one? I'm on this. I'm in the same boat as Wayne that I liked Suicide Squad when I watched it. Um, it was very entertaining. Um, the teaser doesn't really give you much, so no, I can't no. really say anything. Well, that's the thing. It's kind of more like a. That's not even a straight up teaser. It's more like a, hey guys, we're filming a thing. Yeah. Hey, here's a quick little cheeky kind of, huh. You know what it yeah. feels like? It almost feels yeah. like, a, like a motion poster almost. Mm, like yeah. if you just took stills from it and presented them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really. You'd be like, oh, that's a cool teaser poster. That's yeah. what it almost feels like. Yeah. So again, it tells you about the style of it, but nothing more. No. So yeah. I like that the yeah. cards are close to the chest. Yeah, yeah, so there's not much really I can say about it, but it does intrigue me into knowing more. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. It does pique the interest. Yes, which is good. So don't fuck it up, DC. Yeah, please, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please be good. And there's a female director behind this one, Kathy Yan. Okay, great. So I'm very excited about mm-hmm. that as well. Female director and female leads. At least DC's doing something right. Yeah. Um, okay, Birds of Prey is coming out. Almost exactly 12 months from now, on the 7th of February. Let's go. Yeah. Bring it on. (laughs) Um, And our last trailer for this week is the sequel to A Dog's Purpose called A Dog's Journey. Oh, the feels. I'm going to cry. I'm not watching this. I'm not (laughs) watching this. I will sit there and I will weep. Do you, do you make it a thing that if you know from the trailer it's going to make you cry that you won't go and watch it? Well, here's the thing. I, there are two things I refuse to watch in films and that I just cannot handle. And that is the harm or potential danger of harm of babies or animals Mm. or kids. Can't at all. Like I can't watch Milo and Otis anymore after they were like a bunch of the cats or whatever died during that the infamous river scene where they get separated. A few few of them died. Yeah. Multiple died. Died, which is fucking sad. Um, and yeah, like, uh, well, like Red Dog, I've only seen once because we all know Red Dog Red was Do- nice. Red Dog's a great Yeah, movie, it's a nice movie. And it's a great, it's a great Australian movie. You would really like I it. I think so. I think you'd like it. Um, but, but it, yeah, 
it doesn't, I, it's sad. Some of its plot points were predictable, but yes. I didn't care. It still got me in the feels. Oh yeah, actually. right in the fucking feels, yeah. man. That movie made me cry so much. But yeah, I just, I just, and like, and like, yeah, John Wick as well. I'm so glad he ended up killing those bastards responsible for his dog dying. I'm not spoiling the film really because no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been out for a few years. It's yeah. fine. And also that's the MacGuffin. It's yeah, yeah. It's the whole the whole thing. It's yeah. driving driving the plot forward. Um, because yeah, that made me cry so much. Oh, and there's a scene. Yeah, one more thing. God damn it, I'm on a rant. Um, there's a movie called Equilibrium, which stars Christian Bale. It's a sci-fi film, um, and there's a scene where um, he is out and he has to kill. Uh, a bunch of animals. I can't remember why you're not allowed to have pets anymore. There's a whole premise in this film where there's yeah. something to do with a, like a lack of emotion or something. And then there's a whole scene where a bunch of pets, like dogs and cats and rabbits and things, get shot. Mm. And you don't see it, you hear it. And I was weeping. I was on the floor weeping. So I'm like, one look at this trailer and it's talking about a dog. I mean, yes, it's the same dog, like its soul or life force or whatever being reincarnated essentially into different dogs and all coming back to the same owner. That's lovely. That's such a nice premise, but I'm not fucking living through these animals dying. (laughs) You're going to get like about eight deaths in one film because it seems like it follows his original owner pretty much from childhood to his own death. (laughs) You know, it goes for like this whole generational thing. Um, I'm with you. This trailer got me in the fields. Yeah. It... Is this film seems very manipulative? It does. It's incredibly manipulative. It's manipulating me not to watch it. And I feel like <laughs> it doesn't I, look like a bad movie though, which is annoying. Yeah, I, I feel like I've already now seen the film because a trailer just told. Oh, you actually, that's a good point. The everything. Trailer, the trailer showed you the entire film. Yeah, it did. It told you the story and so. And look, it was cute and fine as you said, but now do I need to sit through two hours when, like, you know, five it's minutes like, told oh, me now everything? I, now I know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, would I watch this film? Probably in a few years when I've totally forgotten all about it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, no, I would not go, go to watch this film. I feel like I've, I, I know exactly what I'm getting. I'm not going to get a single surprise out of this no, movie. No, not at all. At all. I don't think... You're going to go in there with, and coming out with exactly what you expect. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I have to say, based on if I'm doing a trailer review, not a good trailer for that reason. Yeah. Fair. You know, it, it totally told, fair. It just, same with The Fast and the Furious. I just told me everything. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. Really, really did. Fulia, what are your thoughts? Because you, you love these kinds of movies. And Fulia's going to be there. <laughs> Aren't you, Fulia? I'm going to see this. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see A Dog's Purpose first. Yeah, the yes. original. Um, which is the original one before this one comes out. Um, where that one actually tells a story of the dog's soul going through different animals with different owners. Mm. Sorry, different dogs through different owners. Yeah. Whereas this one is going back to the same owner. Yeah. Same time. Yeah. Same soul. Same soul. Different, different dogs, dog, but same owner. Going back to the same owner. So I want to see the first one before I decide to go and see the second one. Yeah. Lock yourself know, in the room with yeah, a box of tissues. Pretty much. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have some tissues with me. Yeah. Um, but like you said, this trailer did actually show everything that mm. you need to know about the movie. Um, they could have, you know, boiled it down a little bit less. Um, without spoiling it, I suppose. Or showing you everything, you mean? Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so in that instance, I'd probably still watch it, but like you said, it's not really a great trailer no. together. So. And to also go off something that you'd said earlier, um, Kindle, about, you know, 
all these movies that kill off animals. Mm. So I love films set in prisons and institutions because mm. I find them really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Can someone please tell me if this exists at all? Is there a prison movie where the cat lives? Because every single time you watch a film in a prison and a stray cat comes in and someone adopts the cat because it's affection and someone to love, the cat never lives. As a cat person, pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, yeah. I, I don't... I don't, I don't mind prison movies either, but yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to watch any of those. Yeah. Well, there's a, well, it's funny. There's a scene in Midnight Express, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm. Um, and, yeah, the cat does not survive. Oh, honey. No, yeah. Well, I was reading about it, mm. um, about the cat's death scene. Mm. You don't see the cat get killed. No, good. But you see the... This might be distressing, but I won't go into graphic detail. Uh, but you see, like, the owner of the cat wake up the next morning can't see the cat and goes into sort of the main recreation area and sees it hanging. Aww. Yeah. So in making that scene, it was like a real cat, but it was just knocked out. So it was alive. It was unconscious. But apparently it was still distressing yeah. to see this limp cat there. And the cat was safe and lived and everything, yeah, but it was just yeah. sort of knocked out. But that um, one of the crew members, when they were sort of setting up the scene was so distressed by it, refused and walked off the film. <laughs> Just by the setup of it. No, no, yeah. I don't like And I know watching the scene for the first time, it was really confronting. Yeah. It's okay now because I know what to expect. And the film is so good, I can overlook that. But it's just... But yeah, I just want to know if there's a prison film where the cat lives. Well... Can someone tell me, please? Well, that's one... one not as a prison... It's not a prison film, but to end the discussion, just to say that I'm so glad that Jonesy lived from the Alien films. Yeah. Because, like, I... First time I saw Alien, I was like, that cat's going to be toast. Because they always Because they always are. Yeah. <laughs> and no, Jonesy lived to, hey. to, to meow another day. So. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we were all happy at the end of Jason 2 when Muffy lived. I'm just putting it. yes okay so a dog's journey does not have an australian release date but for anyone listening in the united states of america it'll be out in theaters on the 17th of may yay 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 yay. okay that's trailer park which means now it's time for a quick 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 quickie review Mm. quickie review Reviews, plural, because I saw a lot of movies. <laughs> Didn't plan on it, but it happened. Mm. What of it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who are you to judge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm living my best life, guys. Um, okay, so um, I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just channeling the the French guy in The Simpsons when they talk about the itchy and scratchy land in France, and he's there like at the front. It's just a deserted theme park, and he's like, "Who are you to refuse, huh?" There is always a simple quote on this podcast when Wayne is here. Yes, there and is. It's why I keep him around. Hey. Yes. It's, why I let, it's why I let him get away with the uh, the the uh, stuff that shall not be named. Anyway, um, it's so. all legally binding, Kendall. There was a concession of November twenty eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> we just go one episode without bringing it up. It's traumatic. Um, 
okay. it was the greatest declaration in podcast history anywhere oh, in the world. Okay. And the three people who listen to this oh. podcast regularly know it. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Quickie um, review. Quickie reviews. Yes. Even quicker. Yeah. I'm so bad. It's fine. It's entertaining. Okay. So I saw three movies during the week. Um, first off, I saw Green Book. Which is, for me, the last of the uh, Oscar films mm. that I wanted to see. Um, and I have now officially seen all of the Best Picture nominations. Wow. Which, for the first time ever in my life. So I'm very happy about that. Come Oscars, it's going to be fun. Um, so this is uh, based on true events. Um, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali are in the leads. And I freaking love this movie. It was really, really good. It was really tough to watch in certain parts because it's set in the early 60s. Um in America and um, of course Mahershala Ali is playing um, this you know African American entertainer um, Mm. who's just an incredible classical pianist Um, and he wants to tour down south where unfortunately at the time you know the south in America was very racist and you know, can be still very racist today, sadly. But, yeah. um, yeah, so he would go to, they would tour, they would go to places and play for well-off to do white folks that love that music, but he wouldn't be able to eat in the same, like the same restaurant that he just played like next door in, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. So it's so a, a lot of scenes like that of just uncomfortable, like nonsensical, like it really makes you just go, fuck, this is ridiculous. There's literally no difference yeah. in him. And, like, there's this one scene in particular where they're, like, he pulls up to this, like, fancy white mansion somewhere in, like, Mississippi or Louisiana or some somewhere very south. And, and they're just, they're, like, you know, welcoming them with open arms and park, they're letting him park right out the front and it's, you know, it's all well and good. And then he, after he performs, he's, like, Oh, I'm just going to use the restroom. Yeah. And then he walks to go into, and then then the the um the owner of the place is just like, oh no no no, follow me please out this way, and he points him to the 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 broken down looking outhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's just just looks like scum, and yeah. saying that he has to use it because now that you've done what we wanted you to do, <sighs> yeah. we you know we want you only for what talents you have. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just disgusting. Um, and it just really makes you hate that part of history and the fact that stuff like that still happens today is just Absolutely. appalling. Yeah. Um, but, um, but the film was incredible and both of them have been nominated for Oscars for their performances and I can see why. Yeah. Very, very good. So I'd give the film probably four and a half stars out of five. Wow. I reckon. I, yeah. Nice. It was a very good movie. Um, and which is also surprising considering the director, Peter Farrelly, is responsible for bringing my least favorite movie of all time to the big screen. Which is movie forty three? Oh yes, he's one. He's one of the Farrelly brothers. Yeah, yeah. and they they do a lot of cringy humor, Dumb and Dumber, uh, something that Mary. They're very hit and uh, miss, aren't they? Very hit and miss. Like they've done a couple of films that I really enjoy. Um, I like me myself and Irene. That's a funny one. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, really funny. But movie 43 is an abomination and an offense to cinema. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he made this movie and has now got a Best Director nomination. So Go for it. I, he needs to stick to drama. He's doing a good job at that. See, folks, you can always bounce back. You can always bounce back. Don't write anyone off. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, second movie I saw was Mary Queen of Scots, um, starring Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie. Um, as 
Mary Stuart and uh, Queen Elizabeth I, respectively. They were freaking awesome. I love these actresses so much. Um, they're so talented. The film was just really interesting. I need to actually sit down and watch Kate Blanchett's Elizabeth films because yeah. I haven't actually seen them. Yeah, so I've I, seen the first one of those two. They're really, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I've heard they're fantastic. Um, but I, yeah, I've never actually watched them, so I don't really know too much about Elizabeth the side of this story because this movie is all about Mary. Mary's perspective. She's the main focus. I mean, it's. Mary Queen of Scots, so it's mm. mostly have, about her. Have you seen The Tudors, the TV show? I haven't, but I want to. I yeah. have seen, however, The Other Bolin Girl. Okay, I haven't seen that. I, that's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Natalie Portman, one of my favourite actresses ever, plays yes. Anne Boleyn, and she's stunning in it. Um, and she's, of course, Elizabeth I's mother. Mm. Um, so that's pretty much all I know about Elizabeth's story, is that she's yeah. Anne Boleyn's daughter. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it was really well done. Um, Scottish accents are the best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, David Tennant's in this movie. Yes. And I didn't recognize him at first, but now then, I need to see it. but then I, yeah, <laughs> but then like I didn't, well, I shouldn't say I did recognize him at first. I didn't know he was in the movie is what yeah. I meant to say until I saw him wearing, you know, a wig and a hat and a beard. And mustache, but as soon as I saw him, I was just like, "That's fucking David Tennant." <laughs> like, cause you know how some men disappear when they have facial hair. Yeah, yeah. he he doesn't. Um, yeah, he was really good um, in it as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and I just, I know, I just really loved it just for the the performances from from Saoirse and Margot because yeah. they're two of my favorite actresses. Yeah, they're so good. So I'd probably give it a four out of five. Mm -hmm. I think. Okay. Four out of five, and. The last film I saw was Ben is Back, starring Julia Roberts and Lucas Hedges um, from Boy Erased. Oh, right, yeah. Um, and Manchester by the Sea. He's a fucking awesome actor. Mm. Uh, this one, he plays a recovering drug addict um, who's just returned at Christmas time from um, rehab. And um, there's a lot of family drama going on. Um, Julia Roberts is his mum. And she wants nothing more than to believe that he's recovered or he is sober and that things are going to be okay. Yeah. And it's just, it's all about him coming back for Christmas and just the drama that surrounds that and mm. how intense it can be trying to believe someone because like she wants to believe his sister is pessimistic the whole time. Mm. And then his stepfather is the same. Like they just don't. Because every, like the last three, two or three Christmases, he's messed up the family. Yeah. Ruined, ruined the day. Um, and yeah, so, but I just, I just loved the performances. And like every, every, all of these movies, the one thing that I just saw in all of them was just the acting was just quality, absolute quality. Um, and I was very, very happy. Um, I, Ben is back made me cry. The ending was very sad. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah, it didn't play fair with the audience because it kind of, it was manipulative in a way to a dog's journey. Okay. Just kind of making you feel things. Yeah. Like, you know, but, I mean, you were feeling them for a reason. Like, you were, def you were definitely made to care about these characters. Mm. Was, the leading, was the driving force of that narrative the brother-sister relationship or no. not necessarily no no the mum the mum the mum and son mum and son okay mum yeah. and son that was that was the focus because mm. she was um you find out that um he nearly od'd and she saved him yeah the last time he 
was there. Yeah. Um, so they are very strongly connected and they end up, he was, she was going to take him back to rehab, but then they decided to let him stay for Christmas. Yeah. Cause he just randomly rocked up on their doorstep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, okay, you can stay, but I'm going to be with you. Julia Roberts says, I'm going to be on you every second of this day of the time that you were here. Nice. So nothing happens. And yeah. And so it's just about them kind of being around each other and, his struggles and there's all this past past drama that's happened that gets brought up just by him being there and yeah how it affects the family and it's just yeah i i really loved it i would give it four and a half out of five wow wow three high score so i know i'm really happy the fact that i saw three movies and they were all really fucking good that's yeah I can't really ask for much more than that. Right. Sounds great. Throw in a Marvel film, it would have been a perfect week. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yes. But those are my quickie reviews. Hey. Awesome. Um, I hope they were quick enough. Because um, now it's time for... Popcorn culture! <laughs> popcorn culture. Yeah. Popcorn culture time. Yeah. It's popcorn culture time. Um, so we asked you guys last week, what horror movie villain should get their own sitcom? Hey, mm. I have no answer for this. Uh, Literally, you haven't thought of anything? Nope. Yeah, not a fan of the horror genre, fully, no. as we know. Oh, I thought maybe you would like just Google one and just pick no. basic. Mm-hmm. No? All right. Nope. I couldn't think of I, any because I just don't like horror. Well, I, I was don't gonna, like you didn't, villains. I was going to say, you probably didn't want to even Google because after you Googled phobia. And that yeah, went, I, exactly. That went so well <laughs> yeah. when we did we did research for the monthly. Yeah. And got traumatized. That was bad. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay. in right. that I, light, I apologize. That's okay. That's fine. I'll just help with reading out the answers of everyone else's. <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys have fun with this. Yeah. All right. Did you have a response for this one? Kim? I do. I do. Um, I think Freddy Krueger, mm. which I think my, he might be the popular answer. Just because I think, because of the dream thing, I just feel like you could have a lot of fun with that premise. Yeah. Like, and turning it into... A comedic aspect as well, opposed to a scary one. There was an episode, sorry to cut you, there was no, an no, episode no. of, uh, if I, um, Rick and Morty, where Freddy, well, not technically Freddy Krueger, but it's actually a, a, a Freddy yeah. Krueger version. Yes, there is. Um, character. Yeah. And it's, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, so they could do something similar to yeah. that. Because Freddy's quite campy as himself. Anyway. Totally. You know, well, the Robert England yes. version is anyway. Mm. Yes, yeah. he is very campy. Um, yeah, so I, I basically, yeah, I just think like you could do, yeah, each episode could be a different, Freddie going into a different person's dream and just having fun with it. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I, I think it's got potential. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, um, look, I, Jason's my boy. <laughs> I know, I knew you were going to pick Jason. Jason is my boy, but I was thinking though, I don't know how I feel about him being in a sitcom because okay. he, um, you know, doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> you is know, true. Um, he has been known to sort of. Uh, cry a little bit in some yeah, of the films, yeah. but I feel like that if we take the the, the whole style of say um, Jason Six, which is one of the greatest horror movies ever made, yeah, Part Six. Part Six. Since when do you ever get into a Part Six of a franchise and say it's one of the greatest? It really yeah. is. Yeah, uh, it's one of the fan favorites. But that actually introduces a lot of comedy into the film. Oh, really? But it works. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people actually now, when they look back at horror cinema history, say. 
this preceded Scream, <laughs> you know, and how, yeah. how Scream does it. This Jason did it first, yeah. and no one really acknowledged it so at the time. So, does this is this a parody then? It's not a parody because Jason still played straight. Okay. The threats are still there. There's still kills, mm-hmm. but it's just the characters around them use a lot of dry and dark humor. Okay. Um, and one character, the Undertaker, even breaks the fourth wall. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And it looks at us and says, "Some folks have a weird sense of." entertainment <laughs> which is gorgeous because he's talking about us the freaks watching it hmm. so i think jason in a comedy setting can work but he's the straight man yeah that yeah. makes sense i feel like you could use the fact that he's yeah you know, non-verbal as like humor yeah exactly yeah um you know or we could just throw everyone together and um if you've seen that video clip of the of the horror icons as a boy band oh, <laughs> parodying yes. backstreet boys yes. just do it yeah, um, you know, but I think pairings would be great as well. Like, again, Freddy with anyone is fun because Freddy totally. has got the wit. He's got the campiness there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can almost have like an odd couple. You really could. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I couldn't really pinpoint which villain I would want because I guess they could all work. Yeah, Really. Um, maybe one of the easy options as well as Chucky and Tiffany. Mm. I'd love to see them. Mm-hmm. In a domestic setting. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> you know, we got it in the sense of a bride of Chucky and then seed of Chucky with yeah. their child, Glenn slash Glenda. Yes. Um, which uh, was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. yeah. So if I had to narrow it down and nail it down, I'd actually probably go for more Chucky and Tiffany. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's see them I in domestic see, life. I was going to say, I could see like a, a married with children or Roseanne <laughs> style. <laughs> sitcom with them too right married with children especially because yeah. chucky's just so over it um, really yeah, that's he's why so yeah. over it mm-hmm. and yep. tiffany just tries yeah. <laughs> tiffany's definitely a peggy yeah that's exactly. for sure yeah yeah awesome very good pick i love it Thank i you. love it fulia would you like to start reading out our yes. wonderful listeners responses all right let's get into it let's so get into it. our first response comes from Philip Hunting. Hey, Phil. Master Humping. (laughs) (laughs) And his response is, I like the idea of the sitcom being a who's who of horror. It revolves around Freddie and Jason living together. Comedic shenanigans ensue. Uh, each week, various villains or protagonists cameo. A few are regulars, uh, like, um, like, for example, Neighbours. Yeah, you could have Michael Myers popping in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really could. Like, I, I just that just made me think of like a um, home improvement situation with you know the guy, <laughs> the guy behind the the, the fence. Yeah, got his name, Wilson? but you know, I think maybe it was Wilson. Yeah, but oh, yeah, in home improvement. Yeah, yeah, Wilson. Wasn't Wilson. It? Yeah, and so just imagine like yeah, like. Freddie and Jason, and then all of a sudden, yeah, Michael Myers. You just see the top of the mask, <laughs> and then they just say hi, and he's just like. <laughs> yeah. Like he just hides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't say anything yeah. either. Yeah, that's that's a really fun idea. I like that film. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, next up we have Shelly Alexander. Hello, Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Hi, um, she says Freddy Krueger because he's a funny villain. Sure, he'll kill you in your sleep, but you could die a worse way. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's very true. So, yeah, I mean, ways to go. Yeah, in your, in your sleep, I suppose. Yeah, but you know, Freddie doesn't let you go quietly, even in no, your sleep. That's, that's the problem. That's true. Yeah. It still makes you suffer. No, yeah, and there's usually something sexy to go with it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just imagining a, 
the hand coming out of the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not going in a bathtub. May, no. I say, <laughs> may I say though, um, I think it's it's the Forest Freddy film. Yeah. The p- film poster has one of the greatest taglines. Oh yeah, what is it? If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. Yeah. Like what a great tagline. It is a really cool <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. That's a really cool. Yeah, yeah really cool tagline. Um, thank you, Shelley. Thanks, Very Shelley. good answer. Great choice. And Mike James said, Saw. <laughs> so Jigsaw, yeah. yeah. Jigsaw, yeah. Um, Why not? Uh, yeah, I love Jigsaw as a, as a villain because he doesn't actually kill anyone. He just puts them in the position to have have the decision to be made whether or not they live or die. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically he kind of does kill them, but anyway. You could um, set up a lot of humorous you scenarios, could. couldn't you? Well, I imagine... Oh, saw, but like Home Alone style. Yeah. Like with some Home Alone traps Absolutely. instead of some, you know, blood curdling, you know. Yeah. Sharp so, so no syringe bathtub. No syringe bathtub. Yeah. Fully <laughs> Staying away from the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Never getting in a bath again. Yeah. You're fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> God. You'll love um, what lies beneath. There's a lot oh, of bathtub stuff going yeah. there. Please stop. Yeah. When she's like, paral- Michelle's paralyzed and the yeah. water's rising. Yeah. And then she starts to get feeling in her feet to try to pull the plug. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Such so a great intense. film. It's such a good movie. Please yeah. stop. It's a great film. <laughs> it is a very good film. Yeah. Number it's one got- at the box office when it opened. Yeah. And it's got your fave and yeah. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford as well. One of my faves. Yeah. It's amazing. Naomi Watts was in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of her early roles. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Fulia is hating this. I'm so sorry. Would you Ful- like? Fulia is just like. I'm so glad there's only a few responses and it's yeah. Not- yeah. <laughs> um, Although this next response yes. actually did make me laugh a little. Okay, good. Um, it's from my best friend Marie Stella. Hey, Marie. Stella. <laughs> yeah, I did it again. What of it? Can you hear me, Ella? Put me through her love. Number two. Stella. Okay, and her response is Jason Voorhees. Yeah. yeah. And she gives you like a little plot on how it. this would go. Chasing someone across the camp to kill and Crystal Lake is frozen. People are playing hockey on the lake. He kills the goalie and takes their spot. Everyone runs away in fear, but he's still in net just sliding around. A few kids come by not realizing he had just killed someone and starts to shoot pucks on goal. Then he realizes he has a love for the game after sporting the mask for all this time, turns hockey coach. So as um the hockey expert here for ya Yeah. What do you think? I find that's actually pretty funny. Like as soon as I read that response, I was like, wow, she just went straight for the hockey thing. Yeah. I was literally gonna say, I think she just saw he's got a hockey mask, mask and, and was just yeah. like fully yep. two and two together. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. No, I really, I really like that premise. It's very cute. Yeah. Very Mind funny. you, that hockey mask that he wears is a very old version of what they currently use. Yeah, what the yeah, goalies. yeah. Goalies actually pro- use proper helmets. Now, oh yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the one he's wearing is just literally just the face mask that sits on your face. Yeah. And that's it. Not as as good a protection. No, no. not exactly. And very scary. <laughs> very scary looking. The beginning of Marie's answer actually reminds me of something. So, you know how, and Kendall, you've seen the remake of Jason. So, I the have. 2009. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't number one on your collectible chaos list, but that's okay. Nobody's perfect. So. <laughs> well. Yeah. Just. I, I think it only scraped by into an honorable mention by memory. 
I mm. think it was. Yeah. yeah. I'm giving Kendall dirty looks for a poor taste. <laughs> but we're moving on. We know what Kendall's film taste is like anyway, so it's questionable. It's pretty good, actually, but go on. Questionable. So, <laughs> <laughs> but this beginning here about, um, you know, people playing ice hockey and the lake is frozen and so forth. Mm-hmm. So um, the remake, they're all preparing for a sequel. Mm. Never got made. No, it didn't. But one of the writers, I believe it was one of the writers anyway, leaked or revealed the first few pages of the script oh. to the sequel. Oh, okay. And it begins with um, these two kids playing hockey <laughs> on Camp Crystal Lake. It's frozen over. Wow. Playing ice hockey. Does he come up through the ice? No. Okay. But if you remember, and fully, I'm sure you don't mind me spoiling this because it'll be a while before we convince you to watch this masterpiece of the film. I don't think film. it's ever going to happen. You would literally have to have her like from Clockwork Orange <laughs> like eye drops yeah yeah. Um, but anyway so they're playing on the ice <laughs> and you know they're doing their thing and we have a look down and the character of Whitney is under the ice <gasps> because we don't really know what happens at the end but, yeah, so it's revealed that she, she, she actually, was like she was, she was, she was killed off and does she's that mean down. Clay was killed too? I didn't say in the script oh, that I had okay. read but hopefully that's not that's Pat his character yeah ah yes right. Um, and then obviously once we rev- once they discover this frozen body under the ice, mm-hmm. you know, we pan up and Jason's there in the woods looking. Yeah, so just the boy. beginning of Marie's answer there reminded me of how uh, the, the sequel, the sequel that be. never got made um, was going to start similarly. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. I don't know if it went with Jason then finding out that he actually loves the game. Because <laughs> as we know... Well, plot ja- twist. Yeah, yeah, Jason isn't the most athletic of, of children. He no. was mollycoddled by his mother. Yeah. May she rest in peace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Many. She yes. Yeah, she gets not? beheaded. Yeah. Of yeah. course she did. She lost her head. Yes. She lost her mind. Um, okay. Uh, Wayne, would you like to read out the next answer? Because yes. then I'm going to yeah. do a couple. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, the yes. beautiful Lorna Middleton. Lorna! Uh, said Freddie. He gets a job as a school counselor and helps students achieve their dreams. There are just so many beautiful pun- like gags in that response. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it does not need discussion because I don't want to destroy no, it. No, I love beautiful. it. I love it. It's yeah. such a good idea. It's so funny. Um, yeah. Like different, a play on the whole dream thing. Yeah. Like I really love that. Yes. It's very clever. I, I think that's a great response. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Thank you, Lorna. Great job. Okay, so this is really random and awesome. We have actually two responses from Twitter this yeah, week. Yeah. None Holy from Inst- Molly. None from Instagram. Shock horror. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, a bunch of bots. Get on it, Instagram. Thanks, yes. for, thanks for playing along, Instagram bots. We love you. Yes. <laughs> never, yes. never change. And yeah, we will always DM you because you ask us to. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. We'll get you a mixtape. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have two responses from Twitter. The first one being from KJ Berg. Uh, their handle is at Gate Night Pro. Um, they said Wishmaster would make an excellent sitcom. He's got a killer pad, Fire Opal. He's got all the good one-liners, and there is an infinite amount of different ways he can kill people. Mm. Um, so I'm not that familiar with Wishmaster. Neither am I, but he looks very creepy. He is a creepy character, and mm. there seems to be a bit of a franchise going on there as well. Mm. But hey, if he's got a sense of humor, go for it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, capitalize on that. Very good. Yeah. Again, it's like why Freddie would be easy to make on because he's exactly. already got that sense of humor. Totally. To him. Yeah. Just yeah, take advantage of it yeah. for sure. 
And the second uh, Twitter comment is from the awesome Peter Sutton. Hello. Peter. Hey, Peter. His Twitter handle is Suts1102. Um, and he kind of went in a different vein, not exactly a horror villain, but we wanted to include this nonetheless because it is indeed a very good answer. Yeah. He said, Ernst Stavro Blofeld yeah, from boy. the <laughs> Bond franchise as head of Spectre in the 21st century, finding that they are not quite as ruthless as some of the international businessmen. You're just sensing Austin Powers. Totally. Uh, yeah. Austin so, Powers, Johnny English yeah. kind of twist. Yeah. So, um, fully, so Blofeld is who Dr. Evil is based on. Okay. From the Austin Powers film. Yes. So he parodies Blofeld. Uh, yeah. And he was the original Bond villain from the first film, Dr. No. Yeah. He's the one that has the... F- he's, yes. He okay. was in Dr. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I just know that. <laughs> Get it? I know it. Stop. No. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, boom, there's a boom. pun. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was terrible. I know. I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> I deserve that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he was also the, the character at the, you know, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> like the most iconic villain line. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good choice. Like that would be really, really interesting. Um, like a comedic side of a, you know, uh, secret villainous organization. Um, yeah, definitely. It'd be like Get Smart almost, wouldn't it? A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. That's mm-hmm. a great answer. So, yeah, not a horror franchise, but hey, Blofeld's horrific. He is. He does horrific things. He does horrific things, yes. Very, very much so. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's Popcorn Culture. That's all our hey, answers. What a bunch thank of great you. answers. That was thank really you, good everybody. answers. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you so Fulia much. particularly enjoyed it. Oh, yes. Yeah, she had a lot to say. <laughs> very, very cool. Would you like to tell everyone what our question is for next week? Yes. Then? Cool. So next week's question is, what movie or TV ending shocked you the most? Ooh. Ooh. So I, we are fully aware that there are probably spoilers ahead in this discussion next mm. week. Yes. But we are going in nonetheless. Um, yes. Anything and everything. Use your answers. Use hashtag tell Fred, of course, so we can find your responses. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, talking... The end. So with TV, the ending, as in the end of the, the end series. of the series. Yeah, I would okay. say. So. I mean, yes. if you can't think of one that's an end of the series, or and you can't think of a movie, um, I, of, I, I would season, I would maybe? be ha- I would be happy with an end of a season. Yeah, yeah. like a cliffhanger. Or a cliffhanger ending. Yeah, yeah, if you will. Like the whole Who Shot Jr. thing. That yeah, was huge. or the Who Shot Mr. Burns. More importantly, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Important indeed. Or the yes. fact that the good place is not actually the good place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like I ruined for myself last time. We did, we did a and spoiler I apologize. question. Don't apologize. It's fine. I did it to myself. Um, so that's next week. That's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Um, Wayne, yes. what's up with Fred? Well, we've had a busy December, January. So now that it's February, nothing. We're on holidays. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So back to our regular programming. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. So we've got, uh, well, from my side of things anyway, Fred Watch review. So I reviewed um, the Ted Bundy tapes last week. That's a, just a quick, quickie review. Uh, we'll have a new podcast coming out soon. So Phil and I will review the Australian classic Malcolm. That'll be on later in the month. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am not doing anything else. <laughs> cool. I am Fred watching. I'm watching stuff. That's great. Yeah. Speaking of Fred Watch, uh, one of my reviews will be up. In next month as well. It's a written review. Yeah. Uh, still animation. So 
It'll be anime. My reviews will all be animation related. Yay. So, and Folia has a Valentine's Day special. So in ten yes. days, this broadcast. Okay, it's okay, be, okay. It's gonna be interesting. Can I guess? Without, don't say what it is. But is it? So you're doing an animated film that's very love centric. Not necessarily. Okay. Because it sort of is, but it isn't. Okay, then I'm not gonna guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> very look. I was I was actually um, a little surprised at myself for picking that film after watching it. Mm. Um, I was actually wondering whether it was more love, sort of centric, as you said. But it's, it's a Disney film, isn't it? Is it, Disney? it is. It's yeah. So film. you've got like a ninety-five percent chance there'll be a love element. Yeah, to it. that's yes, true. There is a love element to it, but um, it's not like your. It's uh, not like your Cinderella's no, your Sleeping Beauty. No, no. It's not your, like, it's definitely going to end with a happily ever after type of movie. Okay. Yes. Cheerful for Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still a nice movie. Okay. I still love it. All right. Um, you just keep selling it for you. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I will. Good. I look forward to reading the review. I love yes. it. Um, we hopefully will have... Um, the filmed version of the show of Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter Yay. coming out in this month. Yeah, this month or early next month. Yes. Yeah, at yeah. some point it'll be up yes. for you guys to consume. It is in post-production Yay. at the moment. Which is great because if you saw the show and you just want to be like, hang on, I didn't see that plot twist coming. Yes. Where were the clues? You can go back and watch the clues. Yes. Um, and by that stage, I will have a post on the website that will help point out some of the clues as well. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah, and if you've not seen the show at all... You missed it. You missed it we're ashamed of you um <laughs> you can still pay to watch it on youtube if you like but you can you, you can experience it as yes. if you were sitting in the front row nice yes, know, up and close and see i know quite a few people who wanted to come along but me were, too very busy lives yeah and just make it uh so this will be a good opportunity for them to check it out yeah absolutely hopefully and can't wait to hear your feedback yes yeah. um Collectible Chaos later on in the month. Yes, I was going to say, yes, the new episode just dropped this week. Mm. Um, my top 10 favorite films of 2018. Half of them were good. Yes. <laughs> That's because half of them were Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, so if you were wondering, Kendall does watch other things besides MCU films and you can see some of them on the Yeah, list. yeah. I talk about 15 movies and only a third of them are Marvel. So yeah. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Pretty great. Um, please go check that out. I would really appreciate your thoughts because I changed up the format. Yeah, it's a, a great video. Bit. Thank you. Great video. I'm and very proud of it. Yeah, it's good. Well edited as well. Yes, yes. well, very, very well. Yeah, you. beautifully Thank put together, much. Kendall. So you two um, just keep doing amazing things with Collectible yes, Chaos. Yes. As I've always said, it's my favorite Fred content, still? regular content. Still, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Bless. That makes me so happy. Yeah, I love, it. Um, love watching it. Yes, and the monthly. And the monthly will be coming out later on in the month. The well, question we just, we just will come out soon. It, we did. We just had the new episode drop the news, as well. The new episode just dropped last Which is week. a lot of fun. Yeah. Talking yep. about which Chris, which Marvel Chris yes, was that your favourite. Yes, uh, we, we, we had a good time. <laughs> yes. So I'm personally disgusted in both of you by <laughs> just absolutely sexually objectifying three, three young men who are just trying to do... Do them and just live their lives. Yeah. These poor white oh, heterosexual wealthy men. Haven't they suffered enough Haven't in this they? current yeah. climate? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag me too, Wayne. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just don't. Just you, ladies should just leave these men alone. <sighs> Hi, Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we know where Wayne's vote lies then. Yes. I didn't get time to reply, but I would have picked you. Oh. <laughs> 
That boy next door side swept hair and let's smile. <laughs> he wears the tightest outfit. <laughs> Star spangly one even. He's so innocent. <laughs> And that's Wayne's answer. <laughs> yes. yes, I'm disgusted in both of you. <laughs> yes, disgusted. Yes. Yes. yes, great job, girls, as always. And <laughs> tomorrow, hopefully, I will begin my run on, ah, <laughs> on, on. the s- live streams of yes. Incompetent Gamers. Yes. So are you finally playing the Friday the 13th game? No. Oh, okay. Are you, are you, are you playing a Slender Man? No. <laughs> Uh, something else scary. I can't think. I can't In fact, it might that. well be. It's either going to be murdered. Uh, hang on. Suspects. I was going to say, when you go scary, are you just talking Casper the Friendly Ghost? No. <laughs> if you haven't seen my Halloween special live stream of murdered some suspects, I did. That is, I've started it, but I haven't finished it. So, so you what I'm going? Are you going to finish going. that? I'm okay, good. Finish that off, but it's a very long game. You know, what would be interesting <laughs> if we got fully to play Abe's Odyssey. Because that's... A sp- I have actually heard of that. You have? Yeah. I, I It was on PS1. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah. The, it's it's fun mm-hmm. and quirky and there's some freaky moments to it. I, but, like, it's not full-blown <laughs> okay. scary. Yeah. So I'd be really curious to yeah. see how you went. Fair enough. But, well, it'll, yeah. I, it'll either be Murdered Soul Suspect or I might, just to start off the year, play some Rocket League and see if I can get... Yeah, putting into it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? Those Rocket League ones are off. fun too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, especially since I'm going to be very busy doing other things yes. that are friend related. Busy, Yay. busy lives we yes. lead. Yes. Okay. Is that what, everything? We got everything else. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's yeah. everything. That should be it. Yes. Awesome. Great. Then that was a podcast called Friend. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes for Fred the Alien merchandise. Go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums and common gamers, and featuring our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. That was a fruit plot. Yeah, it was. And that means I have been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. <laughs> and I've been a Fulgur Cantaramoche. And you've just experienced a podcast, podcast called Friends. Friends. It was a pause for dramatic effect, people. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's okay. You change the script up and can do this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. We do that, man. Really, really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Boy. And see. see.